Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. It is time for our summer book series. As always, we have Bob Johnston from the Gutter Bookshop. You are with us in studio, Bob. We're looking at summer classics that are a must-read. Yes, we decided this week we would go for the classics. I think lots of people think classics are going to be, you know, heavy, out-of-date, I think Jane Austen, I think Pride and Prejudice, I think Snorefest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no. The thing is, the reason lots of books are classics is because people keep reading them right. and keep loving them. So we run a classics book club in the in the bookshop and we have done, you know, it's been on hold for a couple of years with everything going on. But the thing we always come back to with classics book club is they're really good books, like, and they're really good stories and you really get involved in them. So yeah, I think maybe some people on their summer holidays want to try a classic. Why not? And I've tried to pick out ones today that are hot summer classics, ones that take you away, ones that I always associate with hot summer days. Okay, go for it. So first up, Talented Mr. Ripley, the Patricia Highsmith. I think lots of people know this one because of the movie. Exactly, which is a brilliant movie. Obviously, the book's better. The book's always better. Is it? I haven't read the book. It is. And Patricia Highsmith is is amazing because she's dark and she doesn't do what she's supposed to as a writer. Like, she doesn't let you off with he's a murderer, so therefore he has to be captured and put into prison. It's not that simple with Patricia Highsmith. So if you like a bit of dastardly doings on a boat in the, you know, in the Mediterranean. I think Talented Mr. Ripley is a great one to get into Patricia Highsmith. I'd say there'd be a lot of listeners out there who are like, I didn't even know that was a book. But the book is better than the film, so definitely one to try. Is it is it is it fast pace? Like does it sweep yeah. you away? Page yeah, turner. It does. I mean I think literally, that's what and want. it's a short book, and I think lots of people want short books this time of year. And you will, you'll race through it and um it will keep you on the edge of your deck chair. Is okay. that what we say? <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, okay, what's up so next? Next up, the Enchanted April, Elizabeth von Arnhem. Again, this was made into a movie I just learned I've never seen the movie it's about four women who um, head off to Italy in April but it's sunny Italian April so again very holiday four uh, women there's the dishevelled and downtrodden Mrs Wilkins the sad sweet faced Mrs Arbonaut the formidable widow Mrs Fisher and the ravishing socialite Lady Caroline Dester what are they doing in Italy? so they're all on holiday so they're all enjoying they're all away to take the break as it were so um, so it's their story again it's one of those that encapsulates that being away and the changes and the things that can happen to you when you're in a different environment and on that note third up Giovanni's Room by James Ball obviously James Baldwin um, who died a few years ago one of the great American black writers and this is about David who meets essential Giovanni in a bohemian bar so it's seen as a gay classic but um, David does had a girlfriend Um, do you know what I can't remember is it Italy again I think if I remember rightly if I remember it's been a long time it's been about 20 years since I read it but it's one of those that will stay with you so David Um, and Giovanni meet and have a love affair exactly but then David obviously has to to um deal with his girlfriend after having a love affair with Giovanni Um, Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury which is obviously not really a summer class but it's got the word Fahrenheit in it so we had to throw it in it's a hot book it's got fire in it it's got fire in it so any one of these this is one of the original dystopian um, future books by Ray Bradbury about when books are banned because they contain very dangerous ideas so anybody caught reading books um, is thrown into jail and all um, all books must be destroyed but if you're one of the firemen responsible for destroying books, surely you're slightly tempted to read them as well. And does so. he? 
that would be telling. That would be that a would be telling. So that again, is one that I hear that comes up a lot on. Like I, I watch a lot of TikTok. Um, that and um, book talk is a thing where people book talk rec- is a thing. Recommend uh, books on TikTok and Fahrenheit four five one frequently comes up as people like young people's like classic. Couldn't put this down. Um, yeah, I mean dystopia is big with the young, and God, we're giving it to them in spades, aren't we? Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> it's like we're living through it yeah, now. As exactly. Well. Okay, what's up next? Uh, My Antonia by Willa Kaffer. This is something I actually studied back in school and reread it for Classes Book Club a couple of years ago. It's set in Nebraska and it's about Jim and Antonia who are childhood friends. Jim moves away to study, to do education. Antonia stays at home on the farm. And it's about Jim's relationship with her on where she almost becomes to represent the landscape that she lives in, um, the prairie, the Nebraskan prairie. So again, think those hot American prairies. It's a beautiful story. Again, very easy to read about um, Jim's relationship with this extraordinary woman. And is the relationship like is he it's a friendship okay so but there's there's love there is love but platonic a fr- love. yeah a friendship of love exactly and is that um is it it sounds very bucolic and sort of describing nebraska and the plains is there plot like am i gonna get through uh, something we, you will get through it it is a gentle book okay. um it's a is gentle a synonym book. for boring? No, no, it's not. Okay. It's not a boring book. But again, not everybody wants plot. You may want to read Talented Mr. Ripley. Somebody else may love My Antony on yes, holiday. You know, you know you're we're right. all different and we all pick something different. I do find and, like, you know, books like Elena Ferrante. Yes. People love those books, but I find them that there's too much description of the place. I'm like, okay, I know where I am now. Tell me what's happening. That's it. We all have our different different tastes. Is that the word? Um, Colossus of Marusi by Henry Miller. So Henry Miller was now known for writing slightly sexy books. Um, Fifty Shades of Grey, like? Well, so, uh, before, way before in the 50s, he, he pushed boundaries, okay, shall we great. say. Pushed boundaries. But this is about, this is a truest autobiographer about him travelling around Greece with... Um, um, with Lawrence Dole, the other writer, Lawrence Dole, who wrote My Family and Other Animals. So in 1939. So um, again, it's descriptions of Greece, hot, sacred springs, nearly being trampled to death by sheep and encountering the flamboyant Greek poet Katsumbalis. It's a bit it's it's a bit out there, this one. Okay. Um, I'm not sure this one is for everybody, but if you like a bit of Greek history, if you like very um, effluent, poetic talk, and lots of manly trekking about in in hot, dusty landscapes. Maybe Colossus of Marusi might be the one for you. It sounds pretty lyrical. Like, is it... Yeah, it's very... Poetic. It's quite wordy. It says quite wordy. This one. Is it in the style of like? I don't think you'd like this one, Stephanie. (laughs) I don't think this is one for you, Stephanie. Exactly. We'll move on. However, Brideshead revisited by Evelyn Waugh. Again, this is one I always associate with picnics by the riverside, lounging in white linen. Those kind of stuck in a painting. Exactly. You know. So um, old school English. You know, if you like. um, Or what's the the big old house not Whiteshead Revisited that's when we're talking about you know the the big soapy house thing that everybody loved anyway you know it'll come back to us anyway look everybody knows Whiteshead Revisited again very famous TV BBC series in the 70s beautifully done but this is about really the end of the you know the the stately home that kind of you know it's the end of an era um, as they head into into the second world war that golden age so it's about Charles Ryder and his infatuation with the 
flight family. Um, so we have a text in here that has come in and said Brideshead revisited. Now that is a snorefest. I've only seen the movie, but lordy, it was hard work. Well, there you go again. Talented Mr. Ripley for you, Texter. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> you you escaped to a bit of murder on a boat. That's my advice for you. I think this is a very cool, beautiful, and again, you know, Evelyn War. Yeah, I he's not my favourite. I'm going to say it, but again, I think for some people, you know, if you want to revisit that kind of golden age of English upper class toughness, then this might be the one for you. Um, we'll slip in a couple of extras because I know we're tight on time uh, Green Gage Summer by Rumour Garden a lesser one known this is set in France in the Hotel Le, Le Ouillet I can't really my French accent is terrible so it's <laughs> Elliot the charming Englishman who is looking after some children and the Mademoiselle Zizi the hotel patron who also happens to be Elliot's lover and 16 year old Joss who is suddenly achingly beautiful so it's a very summer story a coming of age story I love a coming of yeah. age story. Yeah, yeah. I know that it's a, that's a nice one actually with McGodden, and it's not well known. I think you like that. When was it written? Ish. It was written in 1950s, I'm going to say, 1950s, okay. maybe 60, um, but around so that no, time. Like, she's best CD known, she wrote of... Black Narcissus, which was, again, made oh, into... Black they're Narcissus. all made into famous movies, but that's what she's best known for. But Green Gage Summer um, is one. Robinson Crusoe by Daniel Defoe, 1750s, one of the oldest classic, look, abandoned on an island. Who doesn't want to be that? Possibly with a bit more than Robinson Crusoe had, but like that. And in the end, I'm going to throw in Chances by Jackie Collins just for you. Stephanie because Jackie Collins is now a classic as we all know Gino Santangelo there are people listening now who are like Jackie Collins is a classic I remember the day it was released Jackie Collins is a summer reading classic Take It on the Beach The Exploits of Lucky Santangelo this is racy to the hill sex all over the beach and um, go for it who doesn't love it I've loved Jackie Collins. We all love Jackie Collins. We have two people texting in, one saying, is no one reading Fifty Shades of Grey on holidays anymore? People want fluff on their deck chairs, right? Well, you can read uh, Chances by Jackie Collins if you like Fifty there Shades we of Grey. We're going to do, we're, we're picking a topic a week. Next week, I think we're going to do some popular fictions for some modern stuff. But some people like a classic and there's nothing wrong with a classic. Um, someone has just said, what is Bob reading right now? It's always a good deca- indication of what I should be reading. And you too, Stephanie, what are you reading? I am reading a book called In Defence of Elitism. Why I am better than you and you are better than someone who didn't buy this book. And it is hysterical. It's non-fiction. It's about the rise of populism and... I'm absolutely loving it. It's by Joel Stein. And that's why you're so much cleverer than me, Stephanie, because I am reading classic crime. I'm working my way through the Gladys Mitchell series who wrote through the 1950s, 60s, 70s and 80s. The current one I have in front of me. You have in front of me something that looks like an ancient text. It's it's out of my local library. I love my libraries because I I own a bookshop and I can't buy everything I love to read. So support your libraries. They're amazing. This one's the hangman's noose about a, a horse trader, a horse owner who gets murdered in his own stable by a volatile horse but it's not a volatile horse is it oh, it was so it was so not the volatile horse that murdered him so yeah i love a bit of classic crime perfect summer reading thank you so very much bob that was a pleasure um you get your texts in actually let me know what you're reading if there's i'm always i might not read them out but i'll probably take them on board because i do love a good book recommendation we will see you next week for what did you say fiction? i think we'll do some popular fiction next week so all your 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 lighter summer reads that so many people want but probably not 50 shades of gray okay great Great. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk Radio. Time for a quick break now, but we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm.
on News Talk.